You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Triangle Tire, Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions on the show are always expressed with a certain joie de vivre. Please consult a doctor before listening, as laughter can be infectious. Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car query? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. I wouldn't dare do it to you. Oh, you got to do the yeehaw, Steve. No, my, uh, I'm, I'm yeehawed out. Really? Okay, I'll do one. Yeehaw. Anyway, uh, Al is back next week. Uh, he'll, he'll do his own yeehaw, but right now he is... Uh, we were talking about this in the green room. Mm-hmm. People go on holidays, right? Uh, good morning, by the way. Welcome to Dave's Corner Garage. Uh, and they take pictures of their feet yeah. extended on the beach. Mm-hmm. And I went, this is exciting. Uh, what else are you doing down there? <laughs> and then he said, another little Heineken bottle dropped into the <laughs> into the visor and falls in. But anyway, we got a great show. We have, uh, once again, returned by popular demand... Uh, the Vice President of Triangle Tire, Darren Bossens. Welcome to the studio. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Well, it's it's a he's so formal now. I in know. The green room, he's swearing and everything. Uh, no, you weren't. I've turned over a new leaf. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Somebody's got to turn a leaf over, right? Sooner or later. For sure. But we're going to get into a lot of different questions that we've seen on uh, coming through on our Facebook page about tires. Uh, you get them, you know, for the summertime, especially now. Uh, it's been so hot. Yes. And uh, trailers, and we were up at Algonquin last week, and coming back, I saw so many tires. Uh, there were like three tires per trailer. Doesn't add up. No, it's the most mismaintained piece of equipment out there for sure. And there was, we saw one guy actually. He had, honest to God, he had four because the traffic was moving so slowly. Yes, because of tra- accidents, he had four different tires on his trailer. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, like that's I said, so not good. So mismanaged, those uh, pieces of equipment. It's wild. So listen, <laughs> we got some questions that have been coming through, and uh, we'll get to that with uh, with Darren from Triangle Tire. And to my extreme left on your radio dial, or if, it, <laughs> or if you're in your car, it's on, it's in your le- it's on the driver's side. Sure. Yeah, yeah, you're on the driver's I'm dri- side. I'm driving the show today. Brian Max, how are you, man? I'm great. Having a great day today. Going to do a little driving. Yeah, yeah, might take public transit today for the first time in years. Are you insane? I uh, apparently. Sorry, apparently. anybody TTC? I uh, anybody, didn't mean that. Anybody well, going to Burlington this afternoon so that I can avoid uh, taking uh, public transit? Please let me know. What's well, not? Yeah, I have not been on a bus or a subway. I guess what since uh, what's this thing called COVID has yes. been around. So uh, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I've, I've taken plenty of planes during all of this, but uh, have not taken. Uh, TTC or uh, or a go train, so we're trying to we're trying to avoid taking two cars to Burlington is what we're trying to oh, do. Oh, nice! Yeah. What a treat! Take a boat. <laughs> I'd love to take a boat. Take a little boat no charter. Problem. Yeah. And also, okay, coming up on the show, besides uh, talking about tires with with uh, Darren with Triangle, there are some interesting things going on because it's been such a great but hot summer. A lot of transmissions have been going. Boom. 
Is that, that's, that's the sound they make. Yeah. And, okay. it's, and don't be a smart I've broken several. Time. I don't remember that sound, though, Steve. <laughs> no. Well, I could show you mine. And, uh, <laughs> and dripping, like leaks and everything like that. And yeah. people are still on holidays. So we're going to have uh, Stafford Wong, who is going to be uh, joining us from Mr. Transmission, to go over some <laughs> tips of what you should be doing, because people don't. And up your alley is the Porsche. Yeah. Well, Stefan Walter from uh, Porsche Club. Uh, a Porsche Club of America. Uh, I think it's the Upper Canada region. This, yes, uh, this area. They're uh, they've got a show coming up and uh, some things to talk about as well. But you know, who who doesn't like Porsches? Come on. Especially as if if you don't have to buy one, you can just look at it and drool. Well, well, there's there's lots of that. It sounds like they're going to have an amazing show. Oh, like the lineup of cars and the yeah. ages. Anyway, I won't say any more. But yeah. I will say uh, for those who have, are. Stretch with the budget. This is free. <laughs> oh, look. look! All the lines are opening up. It's free. <laughs> it's a look. But it's, it's a, a look. It, <laughs> it's it's a great show, and we're looking forward to that. As we are with your calls, and we got some questions coming up. Uh, feel free to give us a shout at one eight six six seven forty four seven forty, and we'll be back with uh, Brian, of course, on the left side of your car, and uh, Darren Boston from Triangle Tire, and any questions that you may have as we head into the latter part of the summer of 2022. So it's been a great one. Let's keep it like that. Safe on the roads. We'll be back right after this. Stay tuned. Oh, sorry. I was just having too much fun. Is that you on the base? (laughs) Yes. On the right side of your car. Um, There is some... If you go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Dave's Corner Garage, you're going to see a ton of activity going on with car clubs all over Ontario this weekend. So, I mean, look at the weather out there. It's a beautiful day in we, the neighborhood. Yeah, we've had a great summer. Oh. I've been in plenty of car shows, and it's just been a fantastic summer for car shows, yeah. that's for sure. you've been to a few, and uh, yeah. some that involve a Ferrari. So, uh, yeah. I mean, we have recalls all year of Hyundai, Hondas, I mean, Toyotas Ford, even. To, yeah, pick them. And they're a good thing, because you get your car back in, and you don't get jacked up too much. And they, <laughs> oh, did I? Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. I did, I guess. And um, But this one is, uh, we're talking a lot about Porsches uh, today, but this one is uh, right up your alley. Yeah, in, in, uh, right in Ferrari land. My so God. they've had so, a tough year, too, haven't they? Oh, they never have a tough year. They sell as many cars as they can make, and they make more money on licensing the brand than they do on cars. So Ferrari's not doing too bad. But what however, 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 yes, however, in the says. last week, Ferrari has issued a recall on essentially every <laughs> single car that they have sold since 2005. Oh, uh, I detect a nice insurance claim on this one. Really? That many? Why uh, is it's, that? Well, it's uh, uh, 24,000 cars in the in the U.S. And it, it has to do specifically with um, uh, with the, the master cylinder and the, and the cap on the master cylinder. And do uh, I and ask... That, with Darren's drooling over there. See, it's, just, it's safer to have a BMW, isn't it? That's why I buy them. Yeah. <laughs> so typically, what would this, not that these people are hurting for money who have a Ferrari, mm-hmm. but typically what would that cost? It's just, a, it's a simple cap. Yeah. So, you know, in a regular 10, car. $10,000? Yeah, in Ferrari land, it might be $10,000, but, you know, Ferrari's going to look after it. So it sounds like they're going to redesign the uh, the master cylinder caps and replace them on uh, replace them on every wow. single Ferrari uh, sold in, in America since uh, 2005. And, Can you imagine? You know, I saw, I saw the list, and, uh, you know, it, it, it covers basically everything. And, and over the years, I've driven every single one of these cars. 
Wow, that's got to be. I mean, I mean, BMW's had some recalls this year too. But dear, which which one are you driving now? Uh, well, I've got uh, a three twenty eight D, a diesel. It's had actually uh, two recalls, and uh, an M two, and no recalls. So diesel must be a little bit easier on the pocketbook because a couple of weeks ago yes. it was like what two thirty three a liter. Wow, and, and you know what? Haven't we become immune to these gas prices? Like. I don't That's even what care anymore. You know, they, they, it goes up. We all get our, you know, get into tizzy about it. I can't believe how expensive it is. And then a month later, we're not even talking about it anymore. Really? And and now yeah. it's uh, it, it's exciting. You know, people get excited for uh, for gas prices in the under a buck seventy. Yeah, I know. Unbelievable. <laughs> you know, it's true. Like I think it was middle of the week, it went down to a dollar sixty five. Wow. And people are like <laughs> lined up. And my son texts me. He says, "Dad, you realize a year ago." It was ninety-two cents a liter. Yeah. So uh, that's why uh, going into the fall, <gasps> did I mention that word? We're going to uh, start. Bad word. We're going <laughs> to give away another uh, two hundred fifty dollars SO gift card, and uh, maybe we'll do some Triangle tires giveaway too. Yeah, some winters. Uh, yeah, that's a great idea. So what's going yeah. on with uh, with Triangle lately? How are things going? Good, good. Um, you know, things are getting a little better on the supply chain side. Um, they're finding containers now, and, and there's spots on boats. The rates have come down dramatically, but I think we talked about it last time, 22000 for a container before. Now we're down in the twelve to $14,000 range. And supply, I mean, people are, are they already looking at winter <laughs> winter tires? I know, I know. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, well, we bring them in. We start bringing them in now, obviously, uh, being a wholesaler. Um, there, supply issues, there's not really any supply issues. A lot of people have um, carryover from last year because some stuff did come in late. Uh, yeah. Once, once uh, you know, basically middle of December hits, uh, you're not selling any more winter tires, right? So, And this year especially, I mean, we've had a lot of... Uh a lot of shows on with uh, Amy Bradley from Wayfair, mm. and they deal a lot with RVs and trailers. Yeah. And are you seeing a big? You you carry a lot of tires for trailers, do you not? Oh yeah, yeah. We've got an OE division, so we supply a lot of the. Uh, that's that's the biggest portion of our OE is the uh, ST or the the specialty trailer tires. So we supply a lot of the manufacturers in Canada. This heat does it impact on the on the tires itself for always, a trailer? Always, if as long as you have your pressures. Uh, where they should be, uh, you'll be fine. And you obviously haven't overloaded it. And uh, the one big thing that we've talked about here on the, sto- on the show before is you shouldn't have, those tires are really not meant to go beyond 55 miles an hour. So oh, really? You, the see, little ones, yeah. Yeah, when you see the guy in the fast lane with, you know, with a, <laughs> oh. a jet ski trailer behind yep. it and he's doing like a buck 40, at the, those tires are the RPMs of those tires and the heat build up. The heat builds up in those. And I mean, heat is the number one enemy of tires. And, and you know, people uh, people aren't necessarily conscious of this. It's, you know, when you got a couple of CDs on the back of your truck, it's easy to pull that. So it's easy to There's do. no weight. To feel yeah, that's like, right. It doesn't yeah. feel like anything. Yeah. Well, there was, uh, we were talking about in the green room, we were coming up. We're going up to Algonquin, mm-hmm. and uh, this guy lost his barbecue off the trailer, and like it took out two cars, and the OPP had the helicopter going over because they had a truck. This guy didn't know it came off. Didn't even know. And I had a clue. Unbelievable. And, uh, Still gets tires. a ticket anyway. Oh, he gets a big ticket. Yep. Yeah. thing yeah. called impound. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> Could have killed good. somebody. But we've got uh, sort of a disorganized segue, which is part of our show's uh, mantra. <laughs> <laughs> Consistency is uh, important, too. Yes, it is very important. We have a bunch of questions for you, so you can study during the break, and uh, we'll get to that right after this. So if you've got any questions, give us a call, one 740 4740 and we'll be back talking about Porsche and a big show that's coming up next uh, in a couple weeks. 
It's almost near the end of August. I didn't say that. Don't say that. No. X. <laughs> Dave's Corner Garage will be right back after this. Stay with us. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max here with uh, sort of guest host, Steve Scheiman. I'm not quite sure why Steve is here. And, that's uh, very nice. You've yeah. learned very well how to throw me underneath the bus. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's only oh, been with I'm, us for I'm, six months. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's Brian, right. it's your last show. <laughs> that didn't last long. <laughs> that, no, no. Yeah. Time, nice time to go. You. We time have, to go. We have no uh, non-disclosure agreements. So <laughs> get, get, the, get the hell out <laughs> of here! A lot, right a lot now. of top secret stuff going on here in the studio. <laughs> yes. Let me tell you. All right. And we also have Darren Bussens from Triangle Tire in the studio, and on the air with us is Stefan Balter from Porsche Club of America, Upper Canada Region. Stefan, how are you? I'm very good this morning. Thanks for having me on. It's great to be here. Thanks for joining us. I mean, I'm obviously familiar with uh, with Porsche Club, having been around the racetrack for you know way too many years. But uh, Porsche Club does lots of things, and you have a very cool uh, Concord Car Show coming up. Uh, what's that? August 28th in in Niagara Falls. Is that right? Exactly. Yes. So uh, our membership here in Southern Ontario is just over four thousand. So as you can imagine, we own many Porsches, vintage and new. And yeah, the Concorde d'Elegance uh, Fireman's Park, August 28th in Niagara Falls. It is our only event that is open to the general public. All of our other events and uh, things that we do are kind of member exclusive. So yes, we certainly invite out any any car enthusiast in mm. Southern Ontario who wants to see a wide variety, literally hundreds, if not approaching a thousand Porsches of all vintage and, and all, all models. So it's, uh, we had about, I would say, 2,000 people out last year, and I think we're going to be bigger this year. No kidding. So how many cars do you expect at, at this concourse? Yep. So for the show field, we will have around 200, and it's uh, we're almost uh, fully sold out for our membership, uh, putting their Porsches on display. And of course, we have trophies and awards and that sort of thing. We have a, an award ceremony towards the end. So the event does run 9 a.m. till 2 p.m. Uh, just uh, if anyone out there would like to come and come out and see. And yeah, and in addition to those, we do have our regular membership. So even though people may, our membership may not show their cars, we do have parking off the show field that, so you, any one of our members, and we will have hundreds out, they'll bring their cars and display them off the show field. So it will, it will literally be the largest Porsche gathering uh, in Southern Ontario, and it could be the biggest ever. Uh, that that sounds like it's going to be quite the show. Now, for those who don't know, concours actually means contest. So, what you're doing on this on this main show area is a, a judged uh, contest for certain categories of of Porsches. How do you how do you break those categories down? Exactly. So, if you look back to the '50s when Porsche had the 356, and if those are if those out there are not familiar, it looks like an upside down bathtub. Uh, you, you <laughs> know, right. we have uh, we have those we have a category for those cars specifically. Of course, everyone knows the 911, the Icon, and we have uh, everything from the first 911s, uh, the various generations. You know, 
Uh, in Porsche speak, that would be 964-993, and the latest 911 is the 992 version. So we have categories for all those. We even have categories for the SUVs. So for the full concours, which is where the judges look at every little detail, they go into your engine bay and make sure you've taken a Q-tip to everything. So <laughs> that that uh, category is called full concours. So when our club members register, they can register just to show their car uh, just on a somewhat superficial display. Uh, and uh, there's also the full concours. And and a fun thing with these concours events is a lot of people go to different lengths to you know, uh, make make their little show special, their car special. So they'll sometimes have some, if anyone's been to a concours before, they'll have, you know, maybe some flags from different countries or different areas, or they'll have a stuffed uh, shark if it's a 928 uh, Porsche. Uh, shark is how they call those vehicles with the headlights. They kind of look like a shark. And so it, it's kind of fun and, and different because... Not not always does the most uh, special vehicle win, but sometimes the display. Stefan, if there's a is there a website where people can see more about information and get directions to Fireman's Park in Niagara Falls? You bet. So it's and it's just off the QEW in Niagara Falls Mountain Road exit, mm-hmm. and the website is our club website, which is pcaucr.org. That's Porsche Club of America, Upper Canada Region. Fantastic. Stefan, thank you very much. We'll look forward to seeing you towards the end of August. Have a successful show. Thanks and so much. Yeah, thanks very much. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. <laughs> they only knew what was going on but during the we, commercials. We're not oh. saying. Okay. Scary. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. And uh, by all means, go to our Facebook page and Instagram. We're on there now. Hallelujah. And there's some great stuff going on. So uh, we've had a lot of questions coming in for Darren Boston from Triangle Tire as to see they do like you. I no, that's good. I'm well, you're glad a star. To hear that star is born. Oh, I wouldn't go so that here far. is this feels like a game show here. <laughs> okay, for fourteen dollars. All right, here's one question that came in: Is it okay to use car tires on a trailer? Absolutely not. You always want to use an ST designated tire, so that'd be an S and a T in, bef- in front of the nomenclature. Um, nomenclature. Car- well, sorry. Uh, Very nice. The, the numbers and Thank everything. You. Um, you definitely <laughs> don't want to use a passenger tire because they're not made to hold that. Uh, they don't have the same carrying capacity as a, a ST would have. Right. So you definitely want to stick with a ST. They also have a thicker sidewall. Um, they're they're made to hold the weight of what that uh, the capacity of that trailer is. Okay. You're up. It's your up. Well, you know, Monty. I, 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 my, no, my, well, Monty knows nothing. Door about number trailers. three. Not your, <laughs> not your dog, Monty. May you rest in peace, Hall. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Well, I've done, I've done tons of uh, of towing, and and uh, obviously with my trailers, make sure they're maintained and, and all that stuff, and, and take care of the tires. And um, you know, in the in the summer, one of the things I would always do is make sure that the the, the tires are protected from UV light. Yes. And you know, I see a lot of people not doing that, and no. and that sort of thing, and uh, it's 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 wild. But you know, the trailer tires are so different than than. And passenger vehicle tires, and, and it's it's one of those things. If you're towing, you have to you have to learn about this stuff. 
Yeah, no, it's they're constructed uh, different than passenger tires. Uh, you got to look at the two pieces of equipment they're going on. A car is a completely different scenario than a trailer. Trailer is just free rolling wheels. Mm-hmm. Cars got power to at least two, if not four of them. Um, you know, different weights. Um, it, it, you know, it, even the RPM of the of the tire. You know, because you have a bigger tire on your truck or your car compared to the trailer. That trailer tire is going you know one and a half to two two and a half times faster in rotation. So it has mm-hmm. to handle a lot more uh, um, crazy stuff on the road, right? Well, yeah, there, I mean, there, there's the, the road surface itself. And then of course, uh, again, over, yes. over, oh, you know, over the course of a drive that builds up heat in the tire and yep. it doesn't matter what kind of like, you know, whatever, whether we're talking race tires or performance tires or truck tires or trailer All tires, same. heat is the enemy. Absolutely. It's, so somebody wrote in as well during this uh, segment here is that is it similar to a car? Like, do you have to rotate the tires at the end of a, at the end of the season for, for summertime? No, like STs typically not. As we've spoken in the past, STs typically don't do not wear out. Okay, uh, that you can have a regular wear if they're underinflated or overinflated. Right. However, they don't typically wear out. They usually, as Brian was saying, they ozone or check out prior to the the tread being worn off. Because keep in mind, people aren't driving these things like. They're not attached to their car all year round. No, right? It's it's very seldom they use it. But well, we'll give you a nine out of ten on that one. Okay, thank you. Because people are taking <laughs> the over under was pretty good with uh, bet three sixty five. I'm happy with that. All right, did you want to throw another one out? Yeah, you know, um, you know, if if you're doing a lot of a lot of miles, like there's there's a trailer I'm looking at right now, and it's and mm-hmm. it, uh, it did ten thousand kilometers over the course of every summer. It's sort of a work trailer. Yep. And what uh, what you know, the service history indicates that the tires were replaced at the end of every season. Yes. And that you know to me that makes that makes uh, a lot of sense if you're, if you're doing that kind of mileage. But you know all this you know the stuff that I've towed other than race cars, boats, sea doos, that kind of stuff. Yep. You know they've got those little. Little tires, thirteen inch, yeah, or twelve inch in some cases. Right, they look like yes. donuts. Yeah, almost, almost. wheelbarrow wheelbarrow tires. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and they're really not meant to go that fast, are they? No, no. Like the the max speed for them is fifty five miles per hour, which is essentially the speed limit, hundred kilometers or, or a bit above. So yeah, you should not be doing any kind of extended periods of time where you're doing like a you know 120, 130, 140 kilometers with. It. I followed a guy down the QEW here this. Uh, this morning, uh, it had a one jet ski on it. Uh, we're doing one thirty, oh. you know, between one twenty five and one thirty five <laughs> in the in the fast lane in the HOV lane, right. and he's he's doing the same speed with his no. little trailer behind him, and those those tires are just humming. That's that's wild. I and, know. and you know, if you're going a long distance, that's when the heat builds up. And yes. then, you know, if you haven't looked after the tire, it goes and poof. a little bit of you know, you're down a little bit in pressure. Yes. That, that adds more heat to it. More that's, flex in the sidewall. Exactly. So how do how do tire pressures work in, in uh, ST tires? STs are completely unlike passenger vehicles where you put the actual max pressure of the tire in that tire like it's on the sidewall of the tire where in a vehicle as we know we use the placard which is or the manual mm-hmm. um the placard inside the manual it. well if you have a manual yes. most of them are actually or, in the car or if the you read the manual <laughs> yes yeah. so um, some of them are built into the car now they yeah. are yeah, yeah for sure which is convenient you can search anything and find it uh but you want to use the the pressures that the the manufacturer set for those tires um which was obviously under the max pressure of the tire itself but on the STs you always want to use max pressure so if it calls for 45 55 65 90 psi you put that pressure in the tire and maintain it do you, Cold. Th- do you Cold. think it's mentally for people who are you know they trail once a year 
in the summertime, they're so used to maybe 35 in a car or 32, they look at 45 and going, I don't want this thing exploding on me here. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. Like, unless the tire is completely damaged, um, the one thing you always got to be aware of with any tire is, is they call a zipper tear. So if you've run it underinflated for any extended Ooh, period of time uh-huh. and then you put air to it the next time, you can actually get a zipper tear, which is the radial plies all tearing on the sidewall of the tire. So, so why do trailer tires wear on the outside? That would be under inflation. So any any tire, so if you're under if you're under inflated, um, there's more pressure on the outside as opposed to the inside of the tread. So the tread isn't sitting essentially uh, ah. flat and flush to the ground. So you end up with, uh, and that's typically uh, the problem with trailers is under pressure. Are there any uh, any visual cues that uh, trailer owners can can take when looking at their tires? If you know their tires have some age, what what should they be looking for before they need to replace them? Uh, what I usually look at is the color of the rubber, mm-hmm. right? So if it's black and it's and it doesn't have like a, a white coating over it or a sheen to it, I look for that. Uh, the other thing what you want to do is look down in the voids of the tread. Or just up from the uh, uh, from the uh, where the rim is, the sidewall mm-hmm. cracking. Right when you start to see cracking, a little bit's okay, but when you start to see excessive cracking, that's maybe time to get a new set. And the, the best part is trailer tires uh, are not necessarily as expensive as some performance-oriented no, tire. Absolutely not. You can pick up a you know like a fifteen-inch tire, and, and in a lot of cases they'll they'll have rims with them too. Like Princess Auto would sell the complete package. Mm-hmm. Um, you can pick them up for a hundred dollars. Wow, in that range, that's not oh, yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. hundred and twenty maybe. Is there any kind of maintenance like can you make like to protect the tire during the summertime? Remember a couple of years ago we had a guy call up, linseed <laughs> oil Brian before my time. Yeah, and he said, you know what? I won't do the country accent. I'll wait for <laughs> Alec, <laughs> wait for Gelman to come back and do right. that. But he said, and he was serious. Yes, he said, you know, Darren, I've been having tires for years out in the farm. Uh, I guess I just did an algorithm. You did. You did. So it's just a Freudian slip. Thank you. And he said he put linseed oil (laughs) on the outside of his tires. Yeah, not a good idea. um, (laughs) The tires are made up of obviously rubber. They've got oil in them, uh, you know, all kinds of oxidizers and chemicals. When you start adding stuff to it, um, you can actually, you know, dry it out quicker. Doesn't it take the rubber off as well? Well, certain chemicals or uh, compounds that you you do use could actually damage the tire itself. Because I remember Dave almost fell off his chair, (laughs) (laughs) because uh, which was commonplace for him. You hearing that, Davey? Yeah. And uh, it was like he said, the guy who called up said, yeah, but you know what? It's got a really nice sheen to it now. <laughs> I'm sure it does. It, no might, it might even take a little bit of the first layer of rubber off. I don't know. But yeah, uh, yeah you just uh, wash them with soap and water is fine. Um, there are some uh, tire sprays you can use too. Uh, like most of the manufacturers suggest you don't use those. I've used them in the past. They don't seem to cause yeah. too much trouble, but I wear tires out within a year or two, so I'm not having, <laughs> having to worry about them yes. lasting too long. As he says, Bigfoot. Yes, yes. yes. So, but uh, yeah, uh, pressure is the number one. Yeah, you want you yeah, like before sure. you go on any trip, check the pressures. Cold, right? Um, and if there's not enough pressure, and like we said, the max on the sidewall tire, make sure the pressure's in there. Uh, when you pull over at the gas station or on your way, just take a quick look at it. Make sure everything's you know, uh, you know, everything's tightened, and you know, 
no issues with anything. Yeah, yeah that, that first little little drive is is important. You know, especially if you're pulling a trailer. Not only Absolutely. you know, for me, it's it's always looking at the tire, making sure everything's still connected. Because you know, I'm just a dumb racing driver. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, it's uh, we, we right, all are. We all he are drove right into that one, didn't he? <laughs> but for people who you know, if you're your your trailer's obviously going to be in storage for the winter time. Yes. What is the right maintenance to do when it's getting ready for spring and summer? What you should be looking at for your tires? Uh, well, for tires, like I said, you want to check for cracking. You want to check the pressures, make sure everything's there. Um, if there is, if one of them's down in pressure, you want to ma- maybe check it over for any kind of uh, small yeah, leak, sure. a hole, or et cetera. Um, you know, make sure they're clean because obviously if they're dirty, you can't see a lot of this stuff. Uh, the other thing I always suggest is the, uh, you know, make sure all the nuts are tight, uh, nothing's come loose. Um, and always store them uh, out of the sun or, you know, inside if you can. That's got to be tough, though. I mean, if you had a trailer, where, where would you store your trailer? Uh, well, the, this next one is being stored inside. Yes. Uh, I've, got a, I've got a big enough uh, place to store this next trailer. <laughs> no <laughs> issue there. That's a whole other story that we're, we're keeping off the air, but that's Use what's going to happen. Well, we yes. can. Yeah, yes. I think it's a good idea. Yes. So I've got, a, I've got a Steve question for you. Okay. You know, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> what is this coming from? You know, Darren. It's just <laughs> been six months, you know? <laughs> it's, it's, He's a jerk right away now. It's the, it's the end of the summer. We're getting close to winter. Yeah. Should people start thinking about uh, winter tires? Yeah, well, it, I don't like to say that, but uh, we're in, what, middle of August, so typically, definitely October-ish you mm-hmm. want to start. If you if you wait till the snow flies, as I'm sure both of you can attest to, I can even attest to it, you go into the dealers and they're just stacked. Yeah, it, they're, you're, they're you're, too busy, you're not going to get busy. tires for weeks. You're booking out two, three weeks, or you have to wait there for three hours. While so that was a Steve question, was it? It was. You can leave now. <laughs> Yeah, sooner than later. Just six okay, months ciao. and right away it's like, <laughs> boom! Get the bus tracks oh, on. Things Steve's have changed. Plated eh? to your tummy here. All right, we got some more questions to get with uh, Darren. But as far as car maintenance goes and trannies going, I won't do the sound because Brian will cut me up on that one too. Yep. He, w- you will, won't you? I will. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're gonna have uh, Stafford Wong on next from Mister Transmission with some tips to keep your car running safer during the latter part of the summer. That's coming up next, so stay with us. <laughs> Welcome back. This is uh, Dave's Corner Garage and a beautiful weekend here in uh, the Big Smoke. I want to say a uh, uh, subtle good morning to a young man in uh, Midhurst, little uh, Ronnie Dolan. We'd like to say good morning to him uh, for uh, talking about what we're going to get into with uh, Mr. Transmissions, trannies, so to speak. We've got Stafford Wong from Mr. Transmission with us. Stafford, how are you? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you doing? We're doing great. Day. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. You, and uh, before we talk about, you know, transmission uh, stuff, you've got a bit of a car show going on. Yeah, um, Mr. Transmission's annual auto show and shine here in Richmond Hill at uh, the head office location at 9555 Young Street. Uh, we have about 35 cars on display here today, and uh, we're going to try to do this every year. This is our second one, and uh, probably going to get a pretty large turnout here. Ah, that's, that's fantastic. What kind of stuff do you have showing up? A lot of classic cars we have. Um, you know, we have uh, our NASCAR, uh, one of our uh, franchisees, he races uh, on the junior NASCAR circuit, so he's a very uh, successful 18-year-old. Uh, his dad uh, works at a, one of the facilities, and he's doing well, so his car's on display. We have also um, Chevelles, Corvettes, you name it. We have quite a few selections here to look at. Oh, fantastic. He's early 70s Corvettes. And uh, that's young and what in Richmond Hill? 
Mm-hmm. Young and Weldrick, just north of 16th. We're okay. um, going to be here from 11 till 2 today. Um, come by, have some lunch, and uh, check out some of the beautiful rides we have here. Right on. That's that's good stuff. Now, it, it's you know high summer right now, and uh, of course, transmissions take a, a beating in the summer due to all the heat. What do you see going on in your world at Mr. Transmission? Absolutely. Um, this is the time of year when a lot of these transmissions overheat just, you know, the, the weather and everybody out, you know, taking long weekend trips. Uh, you know, most times we see, you know, a little little leak can cause that transmission, a quarter liter or half a liter load, that transmission's temperature will jump 20 to 30 degrees at operating. You know, your transmission Whoa. should be around 190 to 210 K, um, uh, degrees. Right. And, and it'll jump to 240, 250 rapidly with a, just a little bit low fluid. You know, sometimes the fluid's not being really changed uh, at the proper schedule, and it just causes it not to be able to handle the heat, and it, it, it just gets really, really hot in there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, that now's the time of year where people do go on long road trips. And, of course, the transmission is going to build up a lot of, a lot of heat. And, you know, if you haven't looked after it, haven't taken care of it and, and checked it or even changed the fluid, you could, you could be in for some trouble somewhere far away from home. Exactly. And, you know, the biggest thing is when the, the fluid gets really hot, it gets, I don't know the right word, but I would say kind of gunky. And it, it gets into the valve body and causes the valves to stick. That's where a lot of the symptoms start to occur. Those symptoms are kind of telling you that, you know, things are not right, obviously, but those symptoms lead to, you know, premature failure just because of a lack of distribution of fluid to keep the transmission cool. Absolutely. And, and do, you, do you recommend that people stay on top of the maintenance schedule that's in their owner's manual? Oh, absolutely. Um, the, the key thing also is to, to make sure that you're using the proper OEM recommended fluid. In other words, you know, like a CVT transmission, a lot of people will buy an aftermarket product. Nothing against the aftermarket products out there sometimes the 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 representations um don't cover the needs that your particular vehicle has so like an ns2 requirement fluid for cn nissan centra 2014 let's say you know some of the aftermarket cbt fluids don't cover the requirements and and subsequently may not be the right setup so so make sure you get the right fluid in there and also do your fluid changes at the right scheduling and it'll save you a lot of money at the back end and uh, cbt's are another thing i don't think that you know I, i wouldn't say a lot of people know what a, a CBT is, that you, you drive it like an automatic, but a CB, CBT stands for Continuously Variable Transmission, and it doesn't use gears like a traditional automatic or even a manual transmission. Um, so how would, how, would you, how would you articulate that to somebody who doesn't really understand what a, what a CBT is? You're looking at me funny. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, um, that, that was designed. A lot of them came out. Um, Nissan uh, was probably one of the earlier manufacturers, late 2000s. They started putting them in their smaller, more compact vehicles. And, and the CVT, unlike the old style where you have a, a direct second to third to fourth uh, engagement of each gear, the CVT works off of a pulley-style setup. So you have uh, two pulleys with a strong steel belt between them, and the, the pulleys uh, move back and forth, creating a ratio, if you could follow what I'm trying to explain. And this allows the vehicle to accelerate and decelerate as opposed to the traditional style automatic transmission or manual gearbox. You know, it was designed to really help with their fuel requirements or try to keep their fuel consumption low for their advertising, I guess. And also, it made a small engine much more responsive and much more athletic, so to speak, so it would feel peppier. And that, 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 that's true. They, they, do re, they do respond quickly. But mm-hmm. on, on the other hand, um, you know, for you know, someone like me who you know, drives race cars and enjoys driving, they're yeah. really not that satisfying to drive. 
Yes, the purist or the traditional person would probably not enjoy the feel of a CVT. <laughs> uh, you just don't don't get that that in your in your seat ex- experience of, of enjoyment of a, of a transmission shifting. But um, you know they're designed for a different purpose, and they're designed to to, to, to save money and designed to, to last. Now the only drawback to them is these pulleys constantly moving back and forth. In some cases, end up failing prematurely or having problems. Um, you know sometimes so. Changing the fluid will really, really help the longevity of those units. Stafford, somebody wrote in asking about: Are there specific brands of cars that have that are CVTs? Yes, uh, right now I'd say in 2022, I'd say pretty much all manufacturers have now a model with a CVT in it. Okay. Most of the vehicles that we see, or let me say that a lot of the CVTs are in the Nissan products, um, Hyundai, um, Kia, um, uh, Hondas, and Toyotas, obviously as well. Um, so most of those manufacturers are now putting CVTs in most of their vehicles, uh, and a lot of the hybrids have the CVTs as well. So it's hard to hide from the CVT products. They're going to become more and more um, exposed in the marketplace, and they are getting better and better with the technology improving. Yeah, they're, they're, they are getting better, that's, that's for sure. I see it in all the vehicles that I test. I prefer not to drive them, but uh, they, they are getting better in, in their execution. And um, in in one instance, uh, Nissan uh, had a CVT in the Pathfinder, and then the new Pathfinder, they went to an automatic. Yes, yes. Um, the Pathfinders, uh, Infiniti, uh, JX35, JX60s, um, almost all of those vehicles came out with uh, CVTs from you know 2012 all the way up to 20. 18, I believe. Um, and we see quite a bit of those, especially, like I said, in the hybrid. Now, I'm not sure if they're going back to the traditional style, but, um, you know, it's personal choice, but they do save money. Yeah, they sure do. They, they do hit their, their fuel consumption numbers. There's no question about that. Stafford, I want to thank you for joining us. And if uh, people want to join you for the car show today, where is that again? The car show is at 9555 Young Street in Richmond Hill, just north of 16th at Young and Weldrick. If you want to visit me, you can visit me at 4235 Fairview Street in Burlington, 28 Kennedy Road in Branson, and also 182 S Road in Barrie. I'm glad to see you're not busy. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you down the road. Take care, guys. Nice okay. Time. We're back next with more information about your tires with the Darren Bossons from Triangle Tire. And Brian, I'm going to get to Steve again. Max, right after this. Oh, there, you surprised me. Carlos, our producer, well, I'm surprised, but it doesn't take much on a Saturday. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, both of you guys what, stare at me What were you down. drinking last night, Steve? What's uh, going I had, on? Actually, if you really want to know, um, it was very nice. I had a little Grey Goose with some uh, tonic water and mm. cold. Nice. And then we had uh, a little Glenlivet and some mm. wine and... Uh, a little foggy this morning, but it's Saturday. <laughs> Later on today, it'll be cocktail hour exactly. sometime after three, <laughs> like most people. I know Kerry Schmidt from the OPP is at his cottage. We won't tell him where, but I know he usually cracks open a Caesar about, uh, yeah, about now. Well, if you're not working, you know, it's it's Caesar o'clock right now. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Caesar o'clock. I like that one. Yeah. Over to you. Drink. Well, it's, uh, it's high summer, and uh, I'm going to do some driving this weekend. But uh, today, like I said earlier, i got to take the... Uh, public transit so that'll be entertaining i'm envious yeah. of you guys you're really soaking this thing aren't uh, you I'm, I'm reluctant to do this but i'm going to bring my headphones in a book it'll okay. make you appreciate driving that much more that's exactly it do <laughs> so you see the way he drives <laughs> <laughs> i drive like a, I'm sure I, dr- I, I drive i drive like a grandfather 
Don't look at me like that. But you stay in the lane. And I do stay in the lane. No problem. <laughs> you know, if I, it's like, if you drive, I have a Honda Accord. I love it. It's just your basic. Yeah. And people, you know, Basically. tend to drive by me and go, could you stay in the middle of the lane, old man? Just really want. <laughs> and I flip my bird and we just get Something must be happening there. If they, yeah, there's some, something. Yeah, this yeah. is a pattern, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's, it's not the car. Do you want me to lie down on the couch and tell you all my problems? No, no, like no I'm not a therapist. <laughs> okay. So um, what other areas of tires that you're seeing evolve as we get, you know, with new technology? What do you see down the road for Triangle? Um, well, the big thing right now is EV tires, obviously. Ah, uh, right. Are a little bit different than your standard tires. Yeah, uh, there's a couple of considerations yeah, there, right? Noise being number one. Yes. Uh, and rolling resistance, or uh, probably rolling Why resistance. Why are they so noisy? Point. Well, tires are, are not necessarily noisy, but um, when you have a, an EV vehicle where there is actually no engine noise, um, you're going to start hearing other noises that you typically wouldn't hear uh, in, a, in a combustion okay. engine vehicle, right? So uh, noise is definitely a part of it. And then rolling resistance. The the When you have... Um, um, lower rolling resistance, the batteries will last longer. And I've heard he's... <laughs> well, I drive EVs all the time. Of course, so, there yes, it goes. I yes. drive everything everywhere. <laughs> yes. He's so lucky. <laughs> uh, well, uh, uh, last week it was the uh, the EQS uh, 580 Mercedes. Oh, that's nice. It's, I mean, super luxurious. See, little, I'm little... driving a Honda. He's talking about Mercedes. <laughs> it's, uh, What's wrong with this equation? You know what? That would be a good car for you, Steve. Thanks, it Dad. Would be, yeah, it would be very, very comfortable. It's like driving a pillow, I think I said in my review. Oh, really? Yeah, but here's here's the thing, Darren. It it, it weighs 5,700 pounds. Wow. Like like three tons. Yeah. So and that's that's meaningful when it comes to a passenger car tire. Absolutely. So, so people now, besides being confused completely with EV chargers, what do I get? Like, how, how do I get a, you know, my car charged? Where are the stations? Now they're going to have to be concerned or learn more about EV tires, like what kind of tire do you get for whatever, a Chevy Bolt or a thing I said of my bracket, but of course it must be in Brian's. (laughs) (laughs) I told you, I warned you. $160,000 Mercedes, no problem. Typically, what are you looking at for a price point for, say, a a Hyundai? Uh, Well, for EV tires are not necessarily, um, now at least, not any more expensive than a regular tire. They were when they first came out because, yeah. you know, supply and demand. Um, but uh, typically you're you're going to like in, in you know, in where I play with the value tier, you're looking at a, you know, depending on the size, obviously there's always a variation, 130, you know, $140 right. a tire. So the, the really interesting thing for people who aren't aware of Triangle Tire yet the one big thing is your warranty. Tell people about that for a second. Yeah, we've got well, we've got a full uh, obviously manufacturing uh, defect warranty. We've got um, we've also got a mileage warranty on most of our products. We've got a thirty day trial on most of our products. That's very um, cool. So That's a great it, idea. Yeah, it gives you uh, you know because you know people that have never been into the value tier um, before where they've always brought uh, major brand uh, might be a little fearful to go into that because they've heard all kinds of different things about it. But the, they they all have to pass uh, DOT and inspection yeah. to come into this country. So everything's fine there. They, they perform fine. They work fine. I've used them on the track. I've used them on Ferraris. I, my, one of my previous owner had a Ferrari. Put some, we put some uh, tires on it, and I was actually surprised at how well they did perform. 
And and one thing that people don't know is Triangle Tire is not a small company. No, no, no. They they're like they they not only manufacture passenger light truck, but they do medium truck as well, which is your tractor trailers going down the highway, as well as OTR, so mining. You know, so they they do the gamut. Yeah, uh, they've been around for twenty five thirty years. Um, their facility in China is completely automated. There's hardly any people even working there. So. It's, uh, it's I know. I advanced. saw the video, and like, there's like yeah. there's this huge warehouse. I don't know how many million square feet, yeah. and there's four guys there. Yeah, wild. They have some dim sum, and they watch, they watch the, the tire floors. come through, and you can eat off the floors. It's, I it's bet clean as a whistle. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, it's a definitely a state of the art facility, and it's something that people will are, are saying. I think are starting to get past this. It's made yes. in China. I mean, if people knew, you know, all the top brands, majority are made over there anyway. For so sure they are. you know, and if you're not driving that much now with this thing called COVID solely wherever the heck it is yeah, right now. It's over. Yes. Thank you. We're counting Dr. Brian Max all of a sudden. <laughs> That's right. Yay. And, uh, <laughs> it's over. Take them all on. What a mask. Who needs a mask? Um, but it's it's slowly getting to the point where people understand that I'm not going to be driving as much as I used to. Absolutely. So save some coin with gas the way it is. Yep. You know, this, it's a great brand. I mean, we've had you on for, for years. You have your own fan club now, which is nice to see. Oh, boy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Two. <laughs> too. Well, it's, it's a start. And it's uh, it's something that um, I think people are, are starting to gravitate to more and and learning more about EVs and everything else. So yep. what's the website people can uh, can go to? TriangleTire.ca. That's it. That's it. Super Simple easy. and easy. Yep. So when Alan is back in the saddle here next week, mm. after coming back from the Cayman Islands, he'll be... Sh- Look at my tan. Yeah. Well, see, yeah. well, I doubt he... You know, I bet you he's hiding under an umbrella. Yeah. No, he's, he's drunk. He should be. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably having breakfast because they're an hour behind us. That's true. Anyway, thank you, Darren. Always great to have yeah, you in thanks, here. Yeah, thanks, gentlemen. Brian, uh, your wit is uh, starting to get uh, annoying. <laughs> <laughs> that means it's working. And I just want to take. I want you to take a picture of a selfie to take in the TTC today. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend. Be safe out there, and we will talk to you next week on uh, Dave's Corner Garage. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.